where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast, Bills news with a UK twist. We are closer to free agency, closer to the draft. And this is where we get excited. Well, Brandon Bean does with his uh, with the salary cap and all that. But uh, I'm joined with Alex as always. And Alex, we're gonna. How are you doing? And I'll let's get ready to discuss the uh, the salary cap. Yeah, we're closer to baseball season. Can't wait. <laughs> okay, right. He's, he's he's got his focus. He's got his focus. Yeah. No, but, I mean, it's it's obviously going to be an interesting time this year. If I'm if I'm honest, this this off season is going to be interesting because obviously the fallout last year with COVID, and obviously the salary cap, um, and obviously all the free agents and uh, that the bills have pending, and how they're actually going to work it. So, I think I think it's going to be very interesting, and some of us are probably going to have their heart broken a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when you look at all the numbers for most of the teams. Um... There's only going to be like, you know, 15, like half the league is handicapped mm. right, right now, even in that, like, uh, what is it? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 teams currently are in the negative when it comes to the salary cap. Yeah. And then once that number goes down from last year, there's going to be a lot of players cut. There's going to be a lot of free agents. There's going to be a lot of guys taking pay cuts mm. uh, or else they're just not going to play. You know, it's yeah. a weird, I think, weird season coming up. Yeah. I think most of the, most of the teams have got to get down. They've got to get below the, um, below the salary cap um, level, whatever that's set as by, um, by the start of the, um, the season, which is the new NFL season, which is the 17th of um, 17th of March. Yeah, so Sorry. let's just let's just um, you know clarify that there was news that came out that the cap is set at 180. That is the max. That's the minimum. That's the floor. Mm-hmm. That's the amount that every team needs to spend. Now, yeah, <clears throat> last year the cap ceiling was 198.2. That's probably most definitely going to come down to anywhere between 185 and 190. Yeah, I've been. I'm hearing. I'm hearing it's been one eight. It's been between one eight five and one eight eight. I'm hearing, but then this year the salary cap was supposed to be two hundred and um, two hundred and ten million. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's yeah. So it's, you you really got to think that I mean, just a lot of. I mean, we're talking about who we have to cut to make room for other players. You know, it's just. Mm. Uh, I mean, you look at some of these teams. My God, um, you know, total cap hit. The Saints 260, the Eagles 257, the Rams 226, the Chiefs 212. Uh, a lot of players are gonna have a bad day coming up, and uh, you know we haven't seen any cuts yet. I think just everyone's waiting for that number to come out. Um, we're yeah. gonna go over things. 
just baseline stuff. I mean, cover one did a two hour podcast about the cap. We're probably going to try and rock this thing out in 30, 40 minutes. Just, just, just general knowledge here. We're not scientists and we're not cap experts, but uh, we know. Um, I I didn't do very well on my math GCSEs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, My math GCSE was rubbish. So uh, my, uh, my adding is a bit suspect on that. Well, that's what calculators are for, but. (laughs) So at the moment, what are we at the moment? We're we're just uh, well, we uh, we're over, over the cap. We're at yeah, right um, now we're at one eighty seven point five. That's with the rollover. I believe they rolled over or they designated three point seven million to to roll over. Yes. The next year. Mm-hmm. So taking that off, yeah, we're about one hundred eighty eighty four. 184 million dollars we have um, one for the top yeah, four top 51 i think that's what counts yeah we have um, 1.2 million available in cap space currently uh, that's with <laughs> us that's with us losing uh let's just name a few players here uh we're losing trent murphy do you want to yeah. him? josh norman john feliciano oh, daryl williams uh, we'll just let's just go over the the list of the Bills players that we are losing, and I'll ask you: Do you want to keep them or resign them? Okay. Trent Murphy. Release. Well, I mean, it's, okay. Do, it's, do um, you want to resign them? No, to resign. I said. Tyler way. Croft. No. Josh Norman. Oh wait, hold on. Uh, yeah. No, I would say yes. I would say yes to Tyler Croft. You get him. He's had his injury issues, and give him that. Get him again on a year's year's prove it with um vet vet minimum. I would take him for a year. But don't you want to go sign a better tight end? Use yeah, that money. Then, you know, you got to use that money to sign a better tight end. We got uh Knox, the other rookie. Uh, you know, I we'll we'll see. We'll talk about that in a bit. Josh Norman. No, go. Tyan Secchi. Go. Jan Feliciano. Harsh for me to say this, but go. Really? All right. We need to talk about that deeper. Winters. Go. Andre Roberts. <laughs> that one's a hard one for me. Paul wants to say go, but Paul wants to say stay. It all depends on what his asking price is. You know, that's the yeah. Daryl Williams. Keep. Resign. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Matt Barkley, who cares? Taiwan Jones, who cares? TJ Yeldon, who cares? Dean Marlowe. Isaiah McKenzie. I would keep Dean Marlowe. I'd okay. keep Isaiah McKenzie. Okay. Uh, EJ Gaines? He's gone. He's already gone. Yeah, okay. Uh, they cut him a few weeks ago. Oh, did they? I missed that. Levi Wallace. Yeah. He's an RFA, so we control that. Yeah. Uh, Sean Phillips. Yeah, he's gone. Corey Bohorquez, thank God, is an RFA. Got to control that. Yeah, would have been a pro bowler. Uh, and then obviously, we talked about it on the last show, but Matt Milano. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I again, I'm I'm sticking by what I said on the previous show. If if it had to come down to choosing between Williams and Milano, and that I would say I would say Williams all, yeah. all day on that one. As much as I love Matt Milano and I was a huge fan of his. Um, coming out and obviously throughout I think you think he's right to actually um to earn that free aid to earn the time to test a free agency uh, marker 
with the cap space and what we can possibly do with it we can we can all, always see a hope that we actually bring something on there but if we're just talking without the salary cap information at the moment i would say um i would say walk i mean all the respect to matt milano he turned himself from a fifth round pick into being compared uh sport track uh in estimating milano's contract they consider him to be in the range of miles jack Deion Jones, Shaq Thompson, and Anthony Barr. So they're thinking 13.8 million average annual salary for Matt Milano. And, you know, in free agency, everybody overpays. I mean, look at who we overpaid last year, right? Um, Matt Milano is probably going to make 16 million a year. Yeah. I mean, and and when we can, when we say that based off of, yeah, well, you guys talked about, you know, like nobody's got any money. So who's got money? Uh, Milano. this is the crazy thing. I wish I knew who these players were as human beings because do you take the money or do you want to win? I've seen a lot of players do one or the other. It's tough to be able to do both. Um, to be honest, yeah, I mean, to be honest, if you were the likes of that, dare I say his name, Tom Brady and all that, or any big big name guys that have actually won multiple rings, um, I would I would always say that, uh, that they're getting on. I would have probably said um, just chase the money because you've had the um, you've had the rings. Just sure, go for the I mean, money. Milano, he's young. He could maybe get some money and you know sign a three-year deal, make sixteen million, and then on his next contract go and win somewhere. You know, yeah. When you're good, you kind of have your options. But then again, the average player spends like three point two years in the NFL, so I mean, anything can happen one bad mm. year or one injury and you're and it's and it could be over so you really got to think one year at a time if you're milano do you go to jacksonville the jets the patriots the Bengals? no to all of those those are the top four teams with cap space and then you have the colts i would say um, just looking at looking at the list what sport sport track um sport track actually um give i mean even I would even consider Washington. I mean, they've yeah. got bad defense. Yeah, it's but actually they out there. They, the people are talking about them signing Cam Newton. Their offense isn't going to be better if they sign Cam Newton. No, I'm thinking. No, I mean Chargers or the Colts or maybe the Broncos if they can sort out their quarterback issues. Um, the Bengals, even honestly, uh, Joe Burrow looked good. Uh, you know, they have a few things to iron out, but he could really help Cincinnati. Um, he's going to have suitors and he's going to have his choice. So I mm. think, uh, you know, good for him and uh, have fun. Yeah. But we, can't, mean, we can't do that. No, I mean, there are, there are moves and people have seen, seen um, articles, um, seen cover one um, or hopefully have seen the cover one um show when they actually delved into the salary cap there are moves that that you can make to actually get it i mean if you cut well you cut well, john brown um release lee smith because he can't if he retires they don't get that um they don't get that money they don't get the 2.5 for the um the cap cut jefferson cut butler cut addison there you're looking at what six twelve uh, 16 18 you're looking at about 25 probably million 
cap space left um, freed up. Likely, you want to keep any of those players? Because there's a way we can. Yeah, there so, is, uh, I retweeted this a few days ago from the UK Bills uh, Twitter page, not my personal. Teams can restructure player contracts by taking a portion of their base salary and giving it as a signing bonus. Then however much money that they spend, that they transfer over gets divided by the remaining years and gets put on that player's cap hit going forward. So let's just take our highest cap hit in 2021 Trey White. 10.4 base base salary, uh, uh, 14 million cap hit. So you can take 5 million of his base salary, put that towards the signing bonus, and then that 5 million gets divided out by the rest of the years that he has on his, you know, cap going forward. Hmm. The way you can restructure, you know, uh, Trey White, Stefan Diggs, Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morse, even Mario Addison, or John Brown. You don't want to do it too much, though, because you don't want to spend money that you don't have. That's yeah. why teams like the Saints and the Eagles – uh, and the Rams are in trouble because they've been doing this for years. Uh, not many other teams have, but I think this is the year where you're going to see a lot of restructured contracts, money being called different things, and then being added on for next year. So with mm. that in mind, would you want to keep anyone? I mean, to be honest, the only one possibly that I would, I mean, I'd like to keep Brown, but then you've, but then with him, you've got someone that's actually coming into his mold in in Davis. You're still going to have that um, that three in there. I mean, I like Brown. If he can if he can take that pay cut, then I would I would keep him. And the only other one, if we're if we're talking about the ones that can be that can be released on there, rather than I would probably say I'll probably keep Jefferson yeah. out of it. We can if we can restructure Morse, that'll be that'll be good. I mean, he's everybody talks about Star coming back, and I'm not too excited about it because who knows if he can stay up to that quality. But if we if Star comes back, is it? Do you need to keep Jefferson? If Star comes back, well, the win thing with Jefferson is that he's he's that he's a versatile player. He can play on the end. He can play in the D, in the D tackle spots. Yeah, no, he's very versatile. Uh, $8 million cap hit. Uh, mm, you know, That's the trouble. Yeah, are you giving $8 million to a guy who plays 40% of the snaps? Yeah. Maybe less than that? You know, that's crazy. If, if, you, if they can, if they can re- restructure him, actually um, get him to take a, um, take a pay cut for it, so take $4 million off that as a pay cut, $4 million to the cap. I would I would take that again with John Brown as well. If you spread out, you say spread out the um it over the lifespan on there, it ekes out each year and it makes yeah. it a little bit more cap friendly. I mean and you know the it, the players are at a disadvantage this offseason. Oh yeah. Because I mean, obviously Bean's gonna go to you and say, Hey, we can restructure or I can cut you and good luck being able to be signed by no one when the player pool is so deep because so many other yeah. players are going to get cut. So job security versus a few million less, you know, you're already mm. a millionaire. Keep the job security. 
you know, if you're if you're Jefferson or or John Brown, I mean, John Brown with his age, what are you going to seriously ask for as a free agent if we cut you? No, you take the pay cut from us. Plus, yeah. you know, not many of these guys. I mean, uh, I think Jefferson won with Seattle, didn't he? But I mean, like, I know John Brown doesn't have one, so we can contend for a Super Bowl. Where else are you yeah. going to go and make money, or are you just going to go be a free agent? But you can also, you know, take a pay cut to try and win a Super Bowl. I think. I think the only thing that really sweetens it, if they I say, if they if they put it into into the signing bonus if they can get that mm-hmm. if they can transfer a lot of the um a lot of the restructure into guaranteed um a guaranteed bonus at the start of his con of their um of the extension or the re- restructure re- restructure of the um of the contract i think that would be that way more inclined to do that because you've got that guarantee up for that year that you've got x amount of money coming in guaranteed for that and you know you 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 know you're going to have that job security for at least another um year or two depending on how long they've actually um they sign and re- restructure their uh their uh, deal for and mm. um, they've got that security and yeah this year you're going to see so many you're going to see the likes of new orleans the chiefs pittsburgh who else is at the bottom of that um bottom of that list um philly the rams chiefs falcons vikings packers steelers raiders are all take you take the bomb you take the bomb five saints eagles rams chiefs falcons and maybe pittsburgh just think of how many players the packers and the vikings and those other teams that you just mentioned are all 10 million plus over the cap so you're yeah, going to so be looking you, at a lot of restructures and or a lot of cuts. Yeah. So you then you then Brandon Bean goes up to you and says, "Look, we we want as you said, we want we want you to take a pay cut. We will actually um, front load the majority of it into guaranteed um, signing bonus. That's yours to keep. You give us however much um, backing cap space, and you've got that job security." And you stay on a team that has another that has more realistic chance of actually um, contending for the Super Bowl than someone like um, the Jets or Jacksonville um, or even Denver a little bit if they don't sort out their um, their quarterback. You've got you have that choice. And if I was if I was one of them, I would actually take that myself. Do you're you looking? I mean, there's there's so many other things to talk about when it comes to the cap. Mm. Stefan Diggs want more money. You know? Yeah. Number one receiver in the league, is he gonna be like, hey, you're not paying me like that? And then it's like, mm. oh shit, you know. Um people talked about Mitch cutting Mitch Morris, but you're you're talking about losing John Feliciano. I mean, what do you do there? You know, if we don't re-sign Feliciano, if we only re-sign Winters, then what are we doing uh, on that on that guard spot? You know, uh, Dawkins, Morse, Ford, Win- Williams. Then what is that? Uh, Bates and, 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 and you're Walker. not re-signing Winters. It would be drafting somebody. I don't know. I, I would keep. I would bring back the offensive line, honestly, because I think that's a really important thing. And then just basically cut the rest of the defensive line and Addison. Jefferson and Butler. 
Well, I mean, with Morse, he, he is a he can be a great um a great one to to try and restructure. I mean, he's had what he's had he's in he's had what five or six concussions recently. He's been healthy scratch a couple of times, missed a few games um this season. And mm. um, when you've got the history of concussion. Are any teams really, if you if you cut him, are any teams really going to look to take to take advantage and actually sign you to a three four year deal? Not at ten million I, like he's making right now. Yeah, I mean, who was it? We actually were in for when he was in free agent. Um, we had we were in for that Matt Breedis, weren't we? He's just signed a um, restructured contract with mm-hmm. whoever he was with. And that that way, it's actually good for us. It can be good for us if we can if we can. Because I mean, he's he's a good fit. He's he's that leader. He's one of the leaders, and he's probably in the most pos- important position bar Dawkins for this um, team, the centre spot. Because you'll be there. You're calling out the um, the blocking schemes, marking out the Mike Kleinbacker, and all that. That's probably would be the most important spot. Mm-hmm. In there, so if you can restructure him, you're looking to save. You could save up to about three million on there. <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, man, you get stars contract. He make nine point three. This 2021 seven point six. 2022 nine point three. Uh, re- talk about restructuring someone. You know, yeah. hey He's... star, we don't know what kind of productivity you're going to be. Mm. You know, take a pay cut or try your luck in free agency. I mean, well, it's almost unfair the kind of leverage that front offices are going to have against players this year. To be honest, I've, 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 I've been, I listened to that cover one um, podcast on the salary cap and yep. there's, no, there's no real value in actually cutting Star this year. Okay. Well, because of his, uh, uh, his dead cap hit would be... Uh, pretty much, uh, yeah. yeah. So you will be, um, we'll be stuck in that dead cap um, for a while on there. So... Restructure for Star will probably be the best. I mean, he's he's thirty two. It'll be thirty two this coming season. He's come off a year actually um, not playing. Obviously, he had a good reason. Obviously, um, he went opt out because obviously of COVID and all that. But you come back and you you've got to think to yourself, right? I'm getting I'm getting a little bit older. They're look they're potentially looking to get um, to get better. Can I do my thing for the uh, for the team? And actually help them out a little bit. I mean, that's real realistically, that's what they've got to try and do in the off season. Actually, try and get Morse, try and get Star um, to restructure their contracts. I mean, I know Greg Thompson actually did say on that podcast he was talking about Diggs, Stefan Diggs. Yeah. I mean, restructuring extension. He he went. He said um, they should add two more years. Um, add um, 40 um, for 40, uh, 40 million, add 11.7 million to signing bonus and drop him to the drop him to vet minimum and then save two, two million or drop him down to a minimum and save two million over the next five years. So his cap hit goes from 12.2 down to 3.2 million, so nine million pound cap space in one restructure that adds more years onto him and gets him paid like he, um, like he should be. Yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> in a perfect world, right? In a perfect world, you know, uh, who's to say that this is what the players want at the same time? You know, mm. uh, I, I, I love it. 
you know, uh, if there's anybody that I believe in, you know, uh, it's not Buddy Nix. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no Russ Brandon. Yeah, I believe that Bean can get something done here. Um, so you said don't re-sign Feliciano. Feliciano. Yeah. What, what's your answer to that? Well, as in like, what do you how do that spot? Yeah, I mean, how do you replace his production? You're looking obviously with him. Is you've got to sign. You've got to make a decision. You're going to sign Williams and Feliciano. You're going to let sign Feliciano. Let Williams walk. Either way, you can get a really good. I mean, depends on what round they're looking at. There are some really good guards in that draft who can actually replicate the 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 physical side that Feliciano can do in the run game and actually be a bit more set and a bit more younger. So we're getting younger on the line. You can, so you've got to have Ford, who's, what, 24 this year. Dawkins, who's going to be 27. Um, Williams, what is he? He's about 28, 29. Mm. And then um, the draw... The, the rookie who's going to be about 22 so you're getting younger on there and you're getting hungrier as well yes you've got the you've got the benefit of Feliciano's experience in the game and actually can play multiple positions but you're gonna I know you want to really throw money at that offensive line but you're gonna do it at the expense of actually having to rely more on rookies and not getting that much um that much out of the out of the rest of the cap, obviously, if you cut if you cut Jefferson, Butler, Addison, and all that, yes, you're going to have enough to get both Feliciano and Williams. But then we have enough in there just to actually um, get by for the um, for the year. I know Bean's not going to go for a big splash, and what we've heard today from JJ Watt, looking um, some of the offers we've been getting is like 16 million. Yeah, hard. Pass. We're not going to pay Milano that amount of money if we're not going to resign Milano for that we're not going to get um we're not going to get what so do you do well, what's you a realistic up? what's a realistic price for feliciano the trouble is do you can't would you class him as a actual starting guard or do you think he was um or do you think he's a serviceable backup on there because i'm looking if we're talking yearly i will probably say i will probably give him a three-year 21 if we did sign more two-year 14 get him to like seven million i think that's where his um his cap really would be in my opinion he's probably the third or fourth best guard in free agency this year his calculated market value from sport track is 8.3 million so, so if he's one of if, if you're, saving, one of the third, if you're, if you're restructuring digs and you're cutting a few of those guys on the defensive line, then you put eight million here, and then you basically get some special teams guys, some depth guys in free agency, and then you just got to draft well. I think that's where the money is going to Feliciano yeah, I mean, and Williams. If if Feliciano is the third best guard in there on that, you're gonna get a team like Jacksonville, maybe the Jets. All these teams with um, with big holes in their um, in their line, in their offensive line, they're going to throw that money at Feliciano for this year. Sure, Feliciano also said he made a point to say that he doesn't think he's going anywhere. Okay, 
So, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, every player has actually um, earned the right to to do it. I mean, if you've got, what, two years, 15 uh, million, so 7.8 for, for Williams. Um, so, and then, what was it? Would we say 8.3 for Feliciano? So, look, 15 million in there, which is what you'd probably spend out on Milano. So, I guess, in a way, it does even it out on there. Mm. But I'm still, I'm still at the point of um, of saying Feliciano possibly would would actually um, would be one of the candidates not to be um, to be re-signed on there. I think I think the most important positions that we need to, at least on the offensive line, we need to keep is the two tackles. So that's that means Williams. And um, and centre. I mean, the guards are replaceable. I mean, at the moment we've got four to. We haven't really seen much of him at guard, but but all all bare means and what we've fine. got people have actually reported. He was fine this year. I mean, you also had him play tackle all last year, so you maybe don't sign Williams. You re-sign Feliciano instead, and you put Ford back at right tackle. Anything, and then draft someone. It's anything can happen. It's crazy. It's weird. Um, there's there's no easy answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and that's why it's gonna... that's why we could talk about this for hours. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be really an interesting um, an interesting off season. I mean, we know Bean is a um, pretty much a wizard. Um, come to it. I mean, let's just go over obviously all the other free agents um, that we've got. I mean, we've got restricted free agents um, and just a bit about them. They actually want to have three or more years of accrued service in the NFL. With that, you can actually um, offer them offer them a tender. So you can tender these um, these guys. So we have right to match the offer. And if they get signed by another team, if we say, for example, let's take, um, let's take McKenzie, for example, if we tender him like a fourth or fifth rounder, we actually, um, and he signs from, he signs for say, McKenzie's a UFA. Is he a UFA, is he? Yeah. Uh, probably okay. the, the biggest RFA, uh, Levi Wallace is the biggest named RFA that we have. It's Levi really? Wallace, Andre Smith, the linebacker, Corey Bohorquez, and Ike Butker. Okay, so Levi Wallace, if we tend to him like a fifth a fifth round um, pick, which to be honest, that'd be good value for a guy that actually um, came in as an undrafted. He's actually um, made his way into a start lineup, has had times where he's actually um Relative he's actually success. excelled yeah if we we tend to him a fifth rounder so we have the right to match any um any contract that any other team say for example um the bengals they want to sign him they offer him i don't know three years three years 10 million 30 million three years 30 million 10 million um a year yes it's just oh my god are you nuts that's so much money no <laughs> No, it's just it's just an example. Okay. It's just an example. Okay. It's, okay. It's not, I know it's not going to happen. I know he's not going to get 10, 10 million. Okay. But I'm just going to say, I'm just using it as an example. Right. So, so everyone, please, please get your heartbeat back down yeah. because there's no way that's going to happen. But if they offered him that, the Bills would have the chance to match it. If they decided to match it, fair enough. He signs that. Um, he signs that tender. He plays on that. Um, he plays on it. Mm-hmm. If they if they lose him, if he decides, yep, I'm gonna go with the um with the Bengals, they um they suit me, I want to change the scenery, 
we would get that draft pick from the Bengals. So we would get their fifth round pick. Right. And then obviously the undrafted free agent is um, there's no compensation. It yeah, just, well, that, just not... acts into the um, compensation at the end of the season for the draft next year. Well, I mean, you're not going to replace Levi Wallace's production with a fifth round draft pick. Um, you know, I mean, we, there's, there's interesting depth there, you know, hmm. with Karen. Yeah. Johnson and I mean, Milano with Milano, we, it's come out. They're not going to put, a, they're not going to put a franchise tag on there, which is right. what 15.6. Did you say in, before we came on there? Yeah, I think I lost the franchise. Yeah, so if we were to franchise him, it's fifteen point six. If we were to transition tag him, it's thirteen point four. Both numbers that are probably too expensive for us. I think if we yeah. can, if there's a possibility of signing Milano at like ten million, maybe we think about doing it. Yeah, I so I mean, it's a zero percent chance. Yeah, so it's going to be hard to to keep him. But again, this is this is what really makes what really makes you um potential candidate for executive of the year <laughs> in yeah. the nfl the fact that you've got you're restricted by the salary cap because of covid and all that you've got these players if you can if you can still make a competitive team mm-hmm. and with losing the fair few players then then you have the right to to be in the conversation for it i mean, yeah. and I mean we know well, what also, when we're talking about, you know, like the offensive line and stuff like that, uh, how, how to replace these players, we don't have a fourth round pick. So that's, we have no. two fives, but, uh, you know, you got to think about, you know, you get offensive linemen in the fourth round that sometimes can play for you. But, uh, you know, the first three picks are going to be ultimately important. And we haven't done draft talk yet, but uh, it all plays in together, you know. Yeah, when we're talking about the cap. What are we going to do in the draft? You know, uh, we're going to need we're going to need at least five or six. Um, of well, no, it's about what do about five five six million worth of salary cap for the rookie pool alone. Yeah, and that's you know, it's just crazy with- because I know that last year we talked about the draft and we we're like everybody we draft doesn't have to play this year. Hmm. Now they do. Yeah. No, we I mean, need these first three picks to be starters. Yeah. So, I mean, we, okay, this, that, that 5.3, um, well, I've got it down as 5.3, what I calculated through um, over the, over the cap um, website for the rookie pool. That's obviously just the basis of our second round pick, our third round pick, our two fifth round picks, our sixth pick, and our seventh round pick. Um, but that doesn't obviously take into the fact that we may trade down, trade up, have less picks than what we've actually um, started with. So obviously that's, you're looking at potentially around five to 10 million as what you need to go into the, um, the rookie, the rookie cap. So that's another thing that really enters into this, um, enters into this discussion when, when we talk about the free agents you got to talk about can you can you afford to actually um, have Feliciano Williams and have enough after making a couple of um, free agent signs to actually sign the rookie or would you rather get um, draft uh, in say round two a um, a guard who's going to come in straight away start and actually save you whatever you're paying Feliciano for those two or three years until his rookie deal's up. 
that's the way that's way that's where you've got a way up in this situation you've got a way up do can you get in the first three rounds that prospect which as you rightly say we need to find players that can come in and start um, pretty much immediately can we find that guard that can come in take Feliciano's spot and save us a lot of money in the um in the long run by actually um having him playing and I think what being... the tricky part with that is is that you know, can different offensive linemen help us in the run game? Because a balance, a bet, a better offense is a balanced offense. Mm. And that might make Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs even more dangerous when they don't yeah. have to face, you know, so many um, situations that they do. So if we can run the ball better, uh, can we do that with the continuity? So sign everybody and then just go to the film room and work on it go to the practice field and work on it? Or do you sign better run blocking guards and stuff like that? Let's talk about, I mean, there's so many different things that will yeah. they, could we, let's talk about what we know we can control. Yes. Are, are you for cutting? Uh, you said, well, you said you wanted to keep Jefferson, but like, so we're talking Addison cut Butler cut. Uh, what do you want to do with Brown exactly? So we see if we can restructure him. Yeah, that's the we, crazy thing because, like, how what how what can we really talk about when it comes to restructuring? Because, you know, th- there's so many nuances to it. You know, like, yeah, in, in a perfect world, hey, let's just you know restructure everybody. But when you look at, uh, I think Brown is probably the the most likely one to restructure. When it comes to Addison, Butler, and Jefferson, I think that those think, one, those are the three most interesting positions for us because you know. Yeah. Back. I mean, you've got you've got Starcone back. How how really is he going to is he going to fare? Is he going to be mm-hmm. straight up there, um, back to his to his um, his form? Or are you going to go for you've got Harry Phillips that's come back? He's actually um, from big injury. He started to to improve. You've got Justin Zimmer who's come in and actually has played well and actually has um, earned playing time. And obviously, you've got Ed Oliver in there, so you've got four tackles or, re- or four defensive tackles already that can be freshly rotated in. Yeah. And this is a name that most people probably know. And I'm going to possibly talk a little bit more about during draft talk. Second round, or try and get um, t- uh, Tyler Shelvin from LSU in the second round. You go watch, you go YouTube him and see what he can actually do. And he is a road stop he's a star he's a star lutelele type guy he's actually a um, big lad 300 and 320 pounds run stuff up but he's as athletic as anything mm-hmm. and really is that real run stuffer that we can then eventually replace um play star with but either me getting back onto draft chat yeah because i was gonna say like um, the first round draft pick is probably going to be like i mean i've seen running back and i've seen linebacker but I've also seen a lot of talk about getting a better second corner. So, uh, yeah. Oh, you didn't see my one then. You didn't see the one I posted. I did not. No. Uh, I'm just going to get. I know. I know it's not draft. I know it's free agency talk. But I just want to read it out and obviously see what people listening actually well, just think. Just tell me the first round pick. Don't do first the- round pick. Oh, I actually traded down. Ooh. I traded with um with Jacksonville, so I went down three spots, picked up a fourth rounder okay. for it. Got Jalen Phillips an edge out of Miami. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy can play the run and the pass. He is actually um 
he's a really good edge defender. I could so your actually... idea is to have Hughes, Star, Oliver, and a mix of Epinesa in this guy. Yes. Okay. Second round, Jibril Cox to replace Milano. I okay. actually got I actually got Shelvin in the third round. Okay. Um, all right, all right. Um, you're going too deep. You're going too deep. So so with that, with that, and saving the money from Addison, Butler, and Jefferson. What do you do with that money? So I would go after not your top tier free agents. I'd go after your your second tier, your ones that are not going to command the big bucks. I mean, there was talk about some um, trades like Von Miller and Christian McCaffrey, some weird crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Yeah. On that. I mean, what He's put, if he is asking for 16 million, that's going to be ruled out of the question. If you if you can if you cut Addison, Jefferson, Butler, restructure Brown, you probably have enough to actually um to re-sign Milano. Yeah, I mean if, you, if you're looking and at 25 you million, if you're looking at 25 million-ish in available cap space, do you sign Milano and get a mid-tier corner? Or do you sign Watt and get a like a mid-tier corner? Because I think those are the two really only likely scenarios of where we're going to spend money on. You know, it's yeah. not going to be – or maybe it's let Feliciano go and just get a different guard. Um, you know, cutting those I mean, guys does get us money. And, I mean, I know you talked about Brown earlier and Gabe Davis, but if we cut Brown and then just one of Beasley, Diggs, or Davis gets hurt, you know, who else do you have? There's not a whole lot there to feel happy about, you know. That's why. That's, that's why, why I want to keep McKen. That's why I want him to keep McKenzie. Yeah. That's the one. The one free agent that I really want us to keep is McKenzie. Well, this is why I said no to Croft because I would rather break the bank on Janu Smith. And uh, I know if anybody has a memory about my opinions, I used to say tight end who cares, but now I care. I've changed the tune on tight end because it just is a mismatch. It makes defenses off balance. And then you want you want you want Jonah Smith. You can get Jared Cook for less. But Jared Cook's like forty-seven years old. But then you get it. Okay, let's have let's have a. I mean, we can talk about this in a couple of weeks when we do. Oh, actually, um, free agency primer with just before the uh, just before the free agency opens on there. But we you've got. Let's just have a quick look at the tight ends, the available tight ends. So uh, all positions, tight ends. Yeah, based, uh, off of, based off of price from last year, Hunter Henry, Gronk, Jared Cook, Tyler Croft, Tyler Eifert. You know, uh, then going down the list of guys who are good but got underpaid, Gerald Everett a little bit, Jordan Reed. I mean, Jonas Smith, he's going to he's gonna get paid. Yeah, sure. And let it be. I up. mean, if you... Then, then why not look at on the D line? Then we have the money. Why not look then at Gerald Abbott? Because John Smith is better. Yeah, but then Gerald Everett, he's actually um in what he's done in the Rams, he's actually um he'll be a lot more affordable. I mean, what's the he replaced? You know, there is a reason he's a free agent because you know, uh, I mean, he's not going to get resigned by them. They replaced him with um. <sighs> blah 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 what's his name over there who cares it's the rams we don't need to know who the rams tight end is but yeah he got replaced um i want they both to came out in the same draft our 
offense is our strength. Let's add up to that and just have an average NFL defense. Because if we're scoring, if we're scoring 33 a game, I believe our defense can hold teams to 27. That's what we need to do. That's how we can win every game. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, with with Everett and with Smith, it's it's a case they're both the same. Both had the same sort of production. Okay, Smith went off um, off the rails on the um, on the touchdowns, but I think Everett the same give you the same product, and I think he he is just that little bit of a better blocking tight end than um, than Smith. There's a bit. That's, there's a good argument there because yeah. we want the run game to be better. We want to maybe roll two tight ends. I get it. Um, yeah, but I mean that's not what we're talking about here. No. So we discussed what the cap is and where we're at and what we need to do to make moves, and what we need to make room. Uh, you know, we're gonna lose some guys, and I think we're all okay with it, right? We're yeah, okay I mean, with guys okay, that we could lose. Before before we go, I said um, I said who I want to to keep and get rid of um, out of our free agents. Let me get it back up, and we're gonna go back through it um, with you. And see what you say. So Trent Murphy. Resign or not resign? Megan? Trent Murphy, resign or not resign? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it to no, you. No, no, no. We're not resigning him. Tyler Croft. No. Josh Norman. No. Kyan Secchi. No. Feliciano. Yes. Brian Winters. No. Andre Roberts. Yes. Daryl Williams. Yes. Matt Barkley. All right. The rest of the guys don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Dean Marlowe. He can't be asking for too much, right? So, no. I mean, yes. You know, 1.5. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was going to say Milano. Marlowe. I mean, when he first came over, I said, no, I didn't. I didn't like him. I just thought he was just um, a Panthers guy being being a McDermott. But when he's come in, he actually has played solid, and he is that good yeah. in depth of that guy. And I think he's going to. Well, now you make it sound like he's going to ask for more money. I don't think he'll ask for more money. I think okay. he's going to be happy as it is. Okay, we can get him on the bit minimum um, again because he he knows the system. He can play. He can play. So I think I think they re-sign him. Okay. And obviously you got McKenzie. Yeah. Resign or not resign? I don't know. Maybe it's interesting because. You look at McKenzie and, you know, he wasn't used often enough, but then you look at, you know, you may, you maybe cut Robert, whoever's cheaper between Roberts and McKenzie is who you sign. I think maybe you cut Roberts and then re-sign McKenzie and he's your gadget wide receiver and put McKenzie back on kick returns. We know we can put on punt returns. We know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's 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 going to be an interesting season. I mean, the the, the it's in the, we're in the window now for obviously the transition tags and franchise tags, which we know that they're not going to tag. Don't believe they're going to tag anyone. There's no one there worth tagging. Milano, they're going to let him test, so they're not going to tag him. Um, free agency starts on the um, on the seventeenth of March, and we're going to have a an episode just before that to discuss the. Um, the potential free agents that we could look to um, look to sign because we'll then know what the um, what the salary cap will be set at because they are set, I think they're setting it in a few actual few weeks on there 
Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting one. It's, we're going to see what um, what what sorcery and and uh, and that that Bean can pull out of that uh, that magic hat of his mm. um, in regards to the rest to our current free agents and the cap. Um, yeah, it's ne- next next episode we're going to start the uh, we're going to start the draft draft primer. And then, um, and then get into the uh, get into the nitty gritty. So it's um, it's exciting times. Yeah, I can't wait for my fantasy baseball draft. <laughs> There's me worrying about the worrying about the real NFL draft, you know, because they're all worried about his fantasy NFL fantasy uh, baseball draft. Oh, Look, we we, we really did ramble a bit on this, but there's one question I did want to answer you. So if anybody's still listening, thank you. Go for it. The Premier League doesn't have a salary cap. The NFL does. What do you prefer? Sal- what salary cap and no salary cap? Yeah, I would prefer salary cap mm-hmm. because if you don't have a salary cap, you can get the likes of um, like the Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay, um, all those actually go after the big guys, and it just it starts turning into. The Premier League, where you've got the likes of Man, Man United, Man City, Liverpool, and Chelsea, just buying anyone that's anyone, and actually really making it harder for the rest of the teams. But I guess the, the I guess I just thought of the, the the counter argument to that is, you know, fine, I'll just go to the other league. You know, they'll just go to Germany, or they'll go to Italy, or they'll go to you know France. You know. Mm. Oh yeah, no, I see. I see both. To, to Spain. So if the Premier League institutes a cap. Then all those players who want to get paid are just going to go to a different league, and there goes the Premier League. So, yeah. So I mean, to be honest, I I I'd like to see the cap because the cap then just makes it makes it a little bit more level playing field. It right. gives the um the brass the chance to actually um to put their team in a big good position. I mean, we know the Jacksonville Jaguars they've they've got the most cap this year. They've got the number one pick in Lawrence. They've got some really they've got some decent pick um. Uh, pieces in place at the moment so they're going they can they're starting to become an attractive proposition with that cap space they can make noise at a reasonable price and actually um start to build that's that's the good thing about it then you can see the likes of the saints the steelers until they actually um until they actually resign um or cut people that they're they're now at a point now do you do you cut and have to restart all over again or do you actually um, carry on as you um, as you are? So it's always interesting to get into a mindset of the general manager on there. Yeah, I mean the Rams they're going without a first round draft pick for for God knows what what two hundred <laughs> years it seems. Yeah, right. Um, on there, but the way they're working it out, they're they're, they're quite high under the cap over the cap, but they are actually um, they're not going to have these big contracts. To actually um to spell out at the moment, but that's just my opinion. So, you got anything? What's the what's the you know uh, what's the European Federation of uh, Football? FIFA. No, yeah, but like in America, it's U- UEFA. You know? No, UEFA is the um is Europe. FIFA is, oh, is, that, the world. is Europe. Okay, so what is the oh Concacaf or whatever? <laughs> um. Yeah, like everybody in that league yeah. need to say, okay, we're Conca all going to be yes. a salary cap. Concacaf is um, what? Like every team in uh, UEFA would would need to say, 
okay, we're all, we're all going to do a salary cap, and that's never going to happen to make things fair. In essence, it's not. We're, we're going way off topic now. Where I'm talking I know, about yeah, I know. Nobody's no, nobody's not listening all, anymore. We're just not all, all leagues are governed their own, governed their own by their own federation. So it's really mm-hmm. at their own time to actually do it. So yeah. they can each each federation can have their own decision on what they um, what they want to do. But in my opinion, I would be in favor of the people of the salary cap. Well, um, you say that as a West Ham fan, you just want a chance. That's why you're saying that. I'm sure no no Man City fan would say yes to a salary cap. Well, we're above Arsenal, weren't they? Aren't we? <laughs> above Arsenal, we're above Chelsea, we're above Chelsea, we're above Liverpool, we're above um, Tottenham. So, uh, right, well, snaps, good for you. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you got anything else to add before we uh, before we wrap it up? No, that's it. You know, honestly, it's just hey, Brandon Bean. Um, you know, please do don't screw this up. <laughs> so so on that note it's um continue please subscribing following hitting that like button sharing word of mouth anything you can think of to spread the word spread the love of the uh our red and white and buffalo blues rwbb underscore podcast on twitter at uk underscore bills on on twitter Buffalo Bills UK on Facebook and YouTube and uh, UK underscore Bills on, on Instagram. So continue the love and share. And for Alex, who's looking forward to his uh, baseball draft, and me looking forward to the NFL draft and the research, it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening and go Bills. Go Bills. Yeah, not us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.